Welcome to our podcast, where we will be talking about life and all its flavors with the hopes of making ripples with words. I'm Uriel, and in this episode, we will be talking about stepping out of your comfort zone with none other than my super amazing cousin, my ate, Pat Vasquez. Hi, girl! Hey, how are you? Oh, I'm not super amazing. You are I'm good too, thank you. You are super amazing to you. Mana mana lang yan. Lol. Yeah, you know it. <laughs> you know it. Anyway, thank you so much for accepting our invitation. Um, so yeah, for the listeners, Ate Pat is, like I said, my cousin. And um, she's currently in Spain right now, actually. Yes. I believe you are... Which part of Spain are you in, girl? Um, so I just finished my master's in Madrid. Mm-hmm. But I used to live in Segovia because I used to work there. It's like maybe an hour from Madrid to the north. And now I'm staying here for the summer because I can't come home. But mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so I'm here. And Oh, first, sorry, I wanted to say thank you as well. Because thank you for thinking of me, you know, for this podcast. It means a lot to me that, you know, I can do this and and share my experience too. So thank you for the opportunity. <laughs> Of course, girl and Hobaf. I mean, for me, it's like, in some ways, you really do inspire me. So what more pahaya with the listeners, you know? I can only imagine that's why I thought to invite you. And oh. that's why I'm so happy that yeah. you were doing this. Oh, anyway. No. I really so, am too, yeah. honestly. Um, yeah, no, I mean, you know, it's just, for me, helping is super important and Anyway, okay. <laughs> yeah, so like I was saying, for the listeners, Atepat has been working in Spain as an English teacher since 2015. Oh, I know. Anyway, <laughs> so, girl, um, how would you how would you define your own comfort zone? Oh, that's a good question. I I haven't thought about that honestly. Um, I feel like. Um, the definition of my comfort zone actually it's it's grown and it's um, changed throughout the past year so maybe I feel like I I'll, in the Philippines I feel like my comfort zone consisted of my family you guys my close friends um, you know just having access to everything so easily mm-hmm. and I feel like it, it has changed throughout time because you know I feel like change is the most normal thing so it's it's fine and now I think like thinking about it I think I would say my comfort zone would include um really good people in my life so like good friends friends that have turned into family but you know like I always tell you guys it's it's never the same with just the real family you know so I mean the yeah so Mm -hmm. so I think my comfort zone would include yeah that my good friends friends who are um who have like similar mindsets or people who are interesting and who are good people and who i think i learn from and those who are just like really good inspiration or bring a lot of good things into my life i would say um i also think comfort now is in terms of like being in this type of society where you know I'm really really grateful and I really couldn't be any more grateful for like healthcare because we have um, the Spanish healthcare is really good and even if for example I have a private insurance with the COVID situation you know um, most of the private hospitals don't deal with the COVID situation because unlike in the Philippines it's like the opposite here they have really good public healthcare public education so even if I have private insurance here, the public hospitals will take me in. So, you know, just having that peace of mind that no matter what happens, I'm going to be fine here. It's, it's part of my comfort zone now. Um, being able to travel um, safely, not really, you know, I, I'm not talking about traveling like for leisure, but just going from one place to another Um, going to Madrid, for example, or just walking out to go to the store. I mean, in general, even before the pandemic, you know, in Spain, it's more or less safe. So then that's, I think, something I would consider to be a part of of my comfort zone. And Mm -hmm. I don't know, just, I feel like just being more myself, because honestly, I feel like because of the growth 
that has happened throughout these years, I honestly feel like I'm proud of how I've become being here. Mm-hmm. And I feel like in the Philippines, I had never felt that before. Mm, I see. So you'd say over time and through experience, your comfort zone, it's something that really grows, no? Yeah, I feel like it's it grows and it changes, you know, like because we all change, I think, right, as people. So, mm-hmm. and you have, and you get to know yourself better as well. So I feel like as you get to know yourself, um, you have different priorities and then you start I don't know, sometimes maybe you realize, okay, this is not good for me and I don't want it and it's not doing any good to me. So then you, you know, you move away from it or you discover things that you like and suddenly they become your priority and then you include them in your circle or in your comfort circle, you know what I mean? So you were you mentioned earlier that your, your desire to want to step out of your comfort zone really began here in the Philippines, right? Um, I feel like when I was in the Philippines, I really didn't think about it so much. I mean, mm. I think when I was younger, I really wouldn't be the type to be, I don't know, what people would say adventurous or I'd be really shy. I don't know if you remember that, but I feel like I recognize that my younger self, you know, if I could call it that, I was like really shy and I, I even just with the social circles, I wouldn't be so, I wouldn't really like to experiment, I would say, or be mm-hmm. open and I'd be like, you know, I'd only go if my friends would go and all these things. But then in college, I started to become more open and more interested, more curious, I guess. So in a way, I I think it started there in college, but I don't think I was really, really that aware that I wanted to step out of it. Like, I recognized that when I was in the university, it really changed my life because I feel like I I started seeing so many other things that I hadn't known existed and I knew more people and more people from different social circles, from different parts of the Philippines or different parts of the world. And so that helped me. But I think what really um, stuck to me or what really made me want to step out of the comfort zone was when I came to Spain for the first time in 2013 when mm-hmm. I did an exchange program. So it was with um, UP de Leman. They have like an agreement with Universidad de Oviedo. So it's um, Oviedo is a small city in the north of Spain. And I was, I've been really, really fortunate. So I'm so grateful that I got to do that experience because it was a year abroad. So it was kind of, kind of like a, not a gap year, but you know, it was, you know, being able to live there. And we, I have, I've, I've a few friends, sorry, from UP who Mm -hmm. were able to go as well. So it was a good experience because it was really like going into another continent and going into a country that you know spoke another language it was so different the time difference the weather it was everything and then i realized then that like oh my god when i got here for the first time it was really like i like my world opened you know it was just like oh my god there's so many things to know so many things to learn and i just felt like um in the philippines i i don't know i feel like it's when you're in your comfort zone and you don't really get the chance to see something else out outside of it, then you won't really know. Like in the Philippines, I feel like it was like a bubble, you know, with everything honestly was convenient, you know, like with the family, you know, like you guys are always there. And, and I miss that a lot, you know, just like, you know, making plans and all our weekend stuff, it, like, you know, spontaneous things like sending messages or calling you guys on the phone and doing you know making plans and I miss that so much and I always tell like I always tell my friends here you know it's different because I mean when you're outside of your comfort zone you know it's it's different I have to look for these social circles and you know I have to and I want to do this but then it's like okay no one can go with me you know whereas in the Philippines it's like I know if I call one of you guys or if I write in the group then you know someone's if you guys are free, then, you know, we'd be able to do something here. It's just sometimes it takes more effort because then, you know, I mean, they're my friends, but they have their own families, they have their own lives and they have their own responsibilities. And it's it's just not the same. So, yeah, I feel like coming here was that, yeah, it really opened my eyes and and I knew that there was so much more and I wanted to be able to discover that. 
for myself mm-hmm. and yeah I see well since we touched on it Naren, can you give us a bit of a background on what your life is like now you know living abroad it's been years Naren, no? yeah for sure and also maybe you can like tell us you know what was it about Spain that drew you to it yeah yeah of course yeah, yeah um yeah so like I said I was I did that one year of studying and then I went back home to the Philippines and so when I came back home it was really like terrible I was really sad and and I felt like I wasn't the only one because I talked to my friends who also went on the exchange with me like friends from different parts of the world and all those like so you know we'd always talk about it and I felt like I wasn't the only one who felt like it was weird being back and it was difficult to find our place back in our home countries so then I started mm-hmm. working there in the Philippines and I really liked my job and I loved it because you know I was able to work with people and I think I I like working with people but there was just something inside that really made me want to go back to Spain so and then I found the program to teach English and to work as a language and culture assistant through the ministry of the Spanish government through the Spanish government so then I did that and so and then you know I'm just really happy to be here so I don't know I think it's so there are many factors of course it's I like Spain because it's now of course now because I can speak the language and and that makes it so much easier to be able to actually speak the same language because I remember mm-hmm. when I was when I first came to Oviedo it was really difficult like you know and because I was so shy then like I remember the first five or six months like I wouldn't even try to speak Spanish there are like a lot of like similar Spanish words but so I understood it more or less but I would just reply in English every time I could because I was you know so shy but then like uh, so then I told myself I realized I was like oh my god I can't keep relying on other people to help me like to go to the bank to talk to the school administration to I don't know to get tickets to go somewhere and it's just like I wanted to do it on my own so you know I I really had to work hard and I had to like step out of my comfort zone because even if my friends didn't want to go to like language exchange um, events like so that's that's cool because they have that in Spain like they're like cafes or bars and they set up like language exchange events so you can go and then you can just practice whatever languages you know or whatever languages you want to learn and so that helped me a lot and I knew so many people from there and then from that time on I just started hanging out with people who couldn't really speak English and then you know so that helped me and Mm -hmm. so I think being able now to speak the language has helped me like grow into the person I am now and adapt to the Spanish society and, and I think I I also like it that in Spain the people like one thing they taught me here is to have kind of like a balanced lifestyle like a more relaxed li- lifestyle you know like I feel like um, in the Philippines it's just it's sad but I feel like a lot of people just like work so much and because like I, I understand and I, I recognize that I also think about this sometimes. Like even here, sometimes my friends keep telling me like I work too much. But I think it's because it's like it's what I grew up into. And mm-hmm. like I want to be sure, you know, for the future. And I want to save money and I never want to waste time. And I feel like if I have time, then I'm going to do something. But yeah, it's kind of like the culture that was instilled exactly. on us. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But here in Spain, it's just, I I realized they have like a balance, you know, it's just like, no, but you already did your work and that's enough. You did your best and you need to rest because you need time for yourself. And, you know, I feel like they're really good at doing that. They, they take their time, you know, like, I know we have that thing in the Philippines that, you know, the Spanish is like, they always come late and they're always like relaxed. And, and I feel like sometimes I've become that and they're not always late. <laughs> they're just like really mm. relaxed. And like, for example, for them, if you have a meeting, um, I don't know, like a meeting with friends, okay, like an informal thing, and you're supposed, you say, okay, we're meeting at like six ten, and then they come at like six twenty five. It's really like, okay, it can be annoying. It depends on the situation, but you know, mostly like the Spanish are kind of flexible and like they understand that things can happen. You know, like I don't know, there was traffic or the metro was late or you ran into someone, and you know, the Spanish. 
they like to talk a lot so honestly this happens to me it's like when i when i run into someone it's like oh my god i'm going to be late for sure because you know they just talk so much and it's like oh my mm. god like I, i don't know how to cut the conversation i'm sorry but i need yeah, to yeah 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 you know what i mean so yeah I, i just really like that and i felt like it it was important for me to see this part and to know that you know you can do both things and you you can really have a work life balance and i think it also has a lot to do of course with them being a first world country and you know because like i mentioned they have good public healthcare good um public education so a lot of the people here like the middle class they don't they don't worry too much about working and working and working and earning money it's like you know because they don't have to work too much to provide good yeah. education for their kids and when someone gets sick they know they have good healthcare and they don't have to pay for that or they don't like they don't kill themselves working just to make sure that happens so you know what i mean like so here it's like they just learn to take their time and to relax and to go on vacation but really on vacation and you know it's like now it's august so most of the companies are on vacation and really like nobody is in there they won't reply to you or if they do it's like an automatic response that says oh i'm on vacation so i'm not i can't reply and mm-hmm. you know and people respect that because they know oh no no like here it's like when you call someone and she says like oh sorry i'm on vacation and they're like oh my gosh sorry for disturbing you you know so it's like i really like that they have that and i think it's one way of of that made it easier for me to like adapt to spain and i also like that in spain um i think i feel like i learned to become more honest i mean more honest in within myself um but also with just with just everything and just be like just say the truth like okay so sometimes the spanish they can be really direct like up to the point it that it might come off as rude to other people like I've discussed this in my master's class because we sometimes compare like you know the different cultures between North America and Spain and you know their educational systems but so like I said it's they're really direct like for them I feel like it's you know when a situation it's like it is what it is so it's like there's no need to hide it you know like why why do you need mm. to hide it for example um they tell you everything honestly like Sometimes I feel like oh my gosh you don't have to tell me about these personal things that you have like I don't need to know about it but you know they tell you everything like oh my god I got sick and this happened to me and I was vomiting like five times a day and my poop was like this and it was just like oh like no worries you know yeah like, yeah yeah it doesn't have to be that detailed you know what I mean or mm. or like for example I've had like private class kids who would just like one day for example we were talking about dogs no and then the kid mm. would say like yeah that like i know that because i have a dog and like i go to their house so i'm like oh but i haven't seen your dog so where's your dog and then he just goes oh my dog is like he he's at my dad's house and i was like oh and he's like oh well my parents don't live together so now i have two houses because my parents are separated so i have a house with my dad and i have my house with my mom and it's like for, for me for example this shocked me because this was coming from like a a 7 year old boy i think you know and mm. i just yeah and i feel like in the philippines it, it's you know these topics are more of kind of like taboo and not a lot of people would be mm-hmm. so open about these things yeah so you know these things they're just like they shocked me because it was just like so honest or or for example they're so honest with with food like so as, as as i've been working at the schools sometimes the other foreign teachers like foreign language teachers and i like we would if we're from other countries then we kind of like bring food to the school like the first few days or christmas or when we get back from vacation so at some point i brought palitao so anyway for those who don't know it's like rice flour cakes i don't know how you yeah, describe yeah, it yeah. right like rice flour <laughs> it's like steam cakes with like coconut dried coconut and like sugar and all mm-hmm. these things mm-hmm. so anyway so i brought that to school and because i know they really like coconut but then i thought okay this is something new i've never seen this before they might find it you know interesting something new so then i bring it to school and the teachers they just you know they look at it and they start telling me hmm they're like it looks weird and then they and then you know so they start trying it and then they tell me oh they're like um it's kind of like a gummy like coconut and they tell me it's kind of strange but you know 
it's not bad and you know or some people tell you like right in front of you it's like oh I don't like it because it's like really sticky and it tastes weird so in the beginning it for me it was just like oh like oh my god I would never say that you know like yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I'd always you get taken aback yeah it's just like oh like I would you know say something more like oh my god I really like coconut and it's like a cute it's like a good dessert it's not too sweet I don't know you know something like that like something that's not lying but something different like I wouldn't really say that especially if I know that person put effort into it and stuff but you know it's just it's the way they are or or for example whenever I come back from summer in the Philippines so of course I gain weight of course like I eat all the wonderful mm. things I really miss <laughs> so so then I come yeah, back yeah, yeah. and then I you know hi how are you how was your summer blah 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 and like I remember there was this one time they told me, "Oh my God, it seems like you enjoyed your summer. Like you gained so much weight." And in my head, it's like, "Oh my God, I know that, but like, are you for real? Like, <laughs> would you really tell me that? Like, okay, you know, it's like, and I understand that they come, like, it comes from a place of love, and it comes from a place of them wanting to show you that they see that you had fun, because." You know, and they always say, of course, like, coming home, it's really different. You eat all these things. That's so normal. So it looks, so I'm glad you had fun because then it's obvious with the way you look. And for me, it's just like, okay, you know, and you know, those are just like differences between culture, I think. <laughs> and it's really funny, but in a way, I think it's taught me to become, yeah, just to become more honest with situations and, you know, like, with whatever happens it's okay to talk about it because it's it's what it is it's what is happening and it's it's a way of accepting that things are like this or that they're the other way and and it's fine you know like for me it's helped me to deal with situations much easier because then i'm aware of what it is like you know because i'm honest more or less you know mm-hmm. yeah for example um this year in madrid i got diagnosed with um atopic dermatitis So it's something that I have on my skin and like I have like rashes on my face or in different parts of my body and it's mm-hmm. the doctor told me it was it's something that my body automatically produces and it's it can be triggered by external forces like food or like allergies but it's something that really my body um produces and this this can happen to you any time in your life and in the beginning it was really shy for me like I was really shy to talk about it or you know I'd always wear like okay make sure it wouldn't be seen but then you know I realized the more I talked about it the more I knew about other people who had it and then you know they shared their experiences and in the end that helped me and now it's like I don't care because then it's really hot so I'm going to wear like my bikini or shorts and if if it's seen then it's fine and I realize I mean it's I can't control what others people think and I can't let that the thought of what they might think of me and what they see affect me because it doesn't make sense you know like it's not worth it and so i feel like okay i'm not harming anybody with what i do so then it helps me to be able to adapt to the situation and be fine with it and you know like accept it for what it is and you know try not try to avoid it and try to just take care of myself some more but you know what i mean like you know these things i feel like they've they've helped me to yeah just to be more aware of the situation and to to be able to deal with it in a way that that's better for me i think and yeah i i don't know i also think um another thing is maybe in spain i feel like they're really confident maybe or most of them or they're more independent and they're more mature in a way as as people because mm-hmm. i feel like I feel like it has something to do with them really talking a lot to other people like to their grandparents to school like being able to debate and say their opinions and hear opinions from their parents and hear opinions from their parents friends you know all these things so I feel like it's made them in a way more confident and in that sense it's made me more confident within myself because I see it within them or mm. or like just being here for example in in Spain no because you know I'm like alone I mean I live alone I know I'm not alone because I have friends and all these things but mm. you, know, you know what I mean yeah um yeah so for example like with just 
asking questions or trying new things. I feel like I'm really proud of myself because in the Philippines I would be like, you know, really shy to even ask like random things because I feel like, oh my God, they might think I'm so stupid or I don't know how this works. And it's like, nakakahiya, you know, like I don't want mm-hmm. to ask. But then, you know, I, re- I realized, or not just with asking questions, but with trying new things. Here, they're just, they have a saying here. It's uh, in Spanish, it's, el no ya lo tienes which directly translates to um, the no, you already have it. So you already have the no. So meaning, you don't, there's no harm in trying. Like, you don't lose anything in trying because you already have the no part, you know? Like, mm. when you do something or when you ask something, the no, the negative, the rejection, you already have it because you know that it can happen. But what about the chance? What about the yes? What about the chance to discover something new? So, you know... I feel like it's you should give yourself like you owe it to yourself to give yourself the opportunity to try new things and to ask because there's no harm in trying honestly you don't lose anything when you try or when you ask anything for mm-hmm. that matter and it's you know like if you never try you never know honestly you can only assume from what people tell you or right. from what you think might yeah. happen but if you never really try it then you never really know. You know what I mean? So yeah, all these things. And yeah, I just feel like it's... They've... Being here has helped me because of the different mindsets and the different way they view things. The different ways they view things. Or for example, with, with the, like change. You know, I've moved around uh, a few times in Spain. Like in the past, I lived in the north and then I lived in the south and then now I kind of live in the center, so near Madrid. And... So in the beginning, I didn't want to, like I was already here and I was really comfortable in the south, in Jaén. And I I got a new placement to work in Segovia. And mm-hmm. in the beginning, I was really, really sad because I didn't want to move from Jaén because then I had there my comfort zone. I had my group of friends. Um, I had a really nice flat. Oh, that's another important thing I forgot to mention in, in my comfort zone, you know, a good place to live. <laughs> so I had like, everything was there. I was accustomed accustomed to everything the food I the area was really nice it was easy to travel I knew so many people I had my work was fine there and you know so I was sad because I was just like what but I'm fine here like why do I need to go and my co-teachers they were telling me but what's wrong like they were telling me you're so young and you have like the rest of the world they were like it's you don't have to worry about that they were telling me like what is making you feel sad and I was like because you know I I don't know if I'll find the same group of friends. I don't know if if it'll be as easy my life when I move to a new place. Of course, I don't know anybody there. I need to look for new friends, a new place to live. I need to get accustomed to that. And they were like, yeah, and what's wrong with that? And they were telling me, you know, they were telling me it's like, it seems like I had so much love and so much, like, like my whole world in there. And they were like, but there's no problem. You can always come back here. And if you come back here, we'll still be here. Like, we're not leaving. So if that's important for you, you can always come back. But they were like, but you should be open to the chance that you have to work somewhere else and to discover that place and and see what that has to offer you and meet all the people you have to meet there, you know? And, and you know, in the end, they were right. It's like, pff, here now, I'm really, really happy in Segovia. I discovered so much about myself. I just, I met the most amazing people who have taught me so many things. And it's just like, you know, if if I would have stayed there, then I wouldn't have experienced all of this. And so, you know, so I think it's in a way, that's why I think it's really important. <laughs> yeah, I see. Wow. In fairness, and dami, and dami. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. You know how no, no, I love no, no, to no. talk now. <laughs> no, it's a good thing. And dami mong na-share kasi... Yeah, even for me, and daming points that I personally agree on. But um, having said everything that you just shared, yeah, I have course. to ask you, yeah, of course. What, what would you consider is the biggest challenge that you faced? Or the biggest fear? Mm. Any worries like venturing out of your comfort zone? Hmm, that, that's a really good question. I feel like you mean from my experience, no? Or from in general, what I think? Mm. From yeah. your experience, yeah. yeah. And of course, you can share like how you were able to deal with these things. And, uh-huh. You know, just what was your main motivation to combat these things and keep going? Yeah. Okay, I feel like one of the biggest things I had to do was when I moved to Madrid, 
last year, so last school year. And so I came from Segovia, and Segovia is a really small city. And I came to Madrid, and Madrid is the capital. So mm-hmm. it was really, really difficult, and it was crazy because I had to look for an apartment. And looking for an apartment in Madrid is the craziest thing. It's really difficult because there's so many people who live there. There's a great demand. The prices are expensive, and so I. I think I arrived because you know I always want to make the most of my time in the Philippines. So I arrived like maybe just a week before I started to work and start my masters. So I didn't have a place to live, and I was going home every day from Segovia to Madrid because I was staying at a friend's house, and they were so nice to let me stay. And but it was difficult because I had to get up really early in the morning. I feel like I had to get up at six to go to Madrid to start stuff in school. And then I'd literally get back to Segovia at like 11 in the evening. I'd sleep and get back the next day, and so it was just terrible because looking for a flat there was difficult. Like in so in general in smaller cities in Spain, choose the flat. Like you go and visit apartments, condos, and you choose what you want. But in Madrid, you go and visit, and they choose you because they have a lot of demand. So it's kind of like an interview style. Ooh. Yeah, like people mm. come and it's like you only have 15 minutes to be here. So you look at it and they talk to you, and you know you have to really put your best foot forward and stuff. And then they choose you. And so I was doing my masters and starting school in a new city, and it was really really difficult for me because emotionally I didn't want to be there. And then I just felt like I had no one because it's like I mean I know I have people, but it was just really like. Ripping through me like I was so tired. I couldn't deal with anything, and you know, just some other things with my friends happened that time, and it was really difficult. And I just felt like, oh my god, I can't do this. Like, what's happening? And and then I felt like, and then it was at this point, you know, of course I was just like praying a lot and just doing my best. And then it was at this point that I met like so many good people in my life who have really just helped me. Like I have. Um, One of my classmates, and oh no, she's like a, she also was doing the, she was doing the master, sorry, um, and I met her this year, so I don't know if she's listening, but hey, newer, she helped me, like she saw that it was difficult for me, so she offered that I stay in her flat, and mm. and like like I appreciate her so much because like she had a single bed, but we shared that because she was like, oh my god, you can't keep doing this to yourself, and then I realized, you know that you know I don't have to think about. How bad the situation is all the time, and I, you know, I told myself, okay, I'm gonna try to look at it from a positive point of view because there's, there's no harm in trying to look at the positive side. And you know, my mom has always taught me this, to just you know, give people a chance or give situations the benefit of the doubt because honestly, you never really know. And I mean, what can it do? What can positivity do? It just, it makes it better. No, I feel like. I mean, I feel like mm-hmm. it just always can make the situation better. So, yeah. So then I started to think, okay, I'm gonna try to really focus and just think, okay, I'm gonna try to be more positive. I don't have to stress about how bad the situation is, and you know, just be more patient and really have time for myself and take care of myself some more. And then there, then I feel like it just you know worked out. I got a flat, then I started working, and, and things were getting better and. Things were in the beginning. I didn't really like my flat because it was in a different situation. It was like a family, and they owned the apartment, and so they had a separate area. But I lived there, and then um, another girl came because there was another room that was for rent, and then this became like the best thing ever because just meeting her has, I feel like, has really changed a whole part of me, and I then I knew then. That okay, then now it's getting better and all these things and okay, I'll be fine here. I just have to, you know, really try and be more positive and then you know just like telling myself it's okay. Change is the most normal thing. It's okay that this is happening because in the end this is only gonna make you stronger. And it's and a lot of my friends told me okay, don't stress about it. Just try to think okay, this is just one year. That's not permanent. You're not gonna live here forever, so you don't have to dwell on it. You know, just. Let mm. it go. Let things flow. Do the your best you can. Be good, and that's enough. You know, follow what you think is good, what you feel, what makes you feel good, and then yeah, and then so then now that I think about it throughout, you know, quarantine and all these months, and really, it just it had to happen, and 
you know, all these things happening with my flat and getting diagnosed with atopic dermatitis. I just realized, okay, I needed this for myself, like, because I really needed to stop and look within and get to know myself better, you know? So I feel like, yeah, I feel like that's been one of the most difficult, honestly, because it's, it was a long time and like a few months that it was happening and I was just, you know, getting homesick all the time and feeling like, mm. oh my God, if this happened in the Philippines, I would have had more support and more people would have been able to help me out. But then, you know, I realized it's it's still there. Like you, you can get help no matter what, like you have to ask for it. And, you know, that's something I'm also working on because I don't always like to ask for help and I never like bothering other people. But, you know, I realized um, you have to ask for help when you need it because honestly no man is an island and we need everybody right like we're connected and and I, I, I mean I try to think about it in a way that if I can help others then I would really like to so it's just you know I hope that others can do the same for me and I know that if I need it then I can ask for it so yeah I think that's the biggest challenge so far. And it's really in these situations talaga, no, na parang you really feel that that's where the growth happens din eh. Yeah, no, no. Right. Yeah, honestly, I, I feel like um, challenges and um, struggles, they have to happen to you because, you know, just like mistakes, right? They help you grow stronger, they help you, they develop your strengths and they get they help you to know your what you're like like what are your likes what are your dislikes what happened here and what can you do what didn't you like about this situation you know what i mean so yeah i, I feel like it's really really important and like recently i i joined this one of the summits that i told you about it's called chasing the present summit uh, i think it's a documentary that this guy made and there were like a few videos there were, there were a lot of videos in the summit that um, you could watch. And there was this one guy, Graham Hancock. He's an author, I think, and a researcher. And he said something about that life is a theater of experiences. And we're here to live, to learn, and to grow and to develop. And, and I feel like, you know, that's so true because, it's, you know, I feel like sometimes I'm, I'm like, oh my God, I'm, is this really happening to me? Like, I cannot believe it. It's like, am I in a movie? But, you know, or like, like so like the hardships but you know it's normal it has to happen to you and i feel like mm. it's it makes you better because it yeah it, it puts perspectives on things i mean it's difficult i think to really be open to yourself and to sit with yourself it takes a lot of practice like even i'm mm-hmm. learning from that but i feel like sometimes you just need these struggles to help you go through a different direction or to help you th- see things in a different way. I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, thank you for sharing that uh, beautiful quote, girl. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Um, so having said all of that, and um, you know, you shared your experiences, your challenges, more, what would you say is the biggest lesson or parang the most important learning that you've gotten from all of this? Mm, okay, I feel like to take risks and to try new things and you know it's like because by doing that by taking risks I feel like you grow in the process and what more would you want than growth like growth is the most natural thing there is like change so I feel like like I mentioned earlier you know you deserve to give yourself that chance to experience something because you don't know so if you take risks and you try new things then that's the best way to expand your your circle your comfort zone or mm. and you know i feel like expanding it is another way of stepping out of it so it's like in general mm-hmm. if you have the opportunity to do something and um it's nothing it's not like a life or death situation or it's something that you really think feels good and you think will do you good but it's you're afraid of it do it you know what i mean like sometimes i think even to myself and if it's something that makes me feel like nervous or excited i have to do it because i always think that like i always think okay why does it make me feel nervous why does it make me feel excited and then it always leads to a positive thing you know because i wanted to work out well i want to get the job i want to be able to do this so in the end it's something positive that you want and you get nervous because you're not sure if that's gonna happen but then you know the end 
at the end of it you really want something positive so just do it like just try mm. it for yourself yeah. because i feel like there's like an experience no matter how it turns out it's never going to be a waste like even if it doesn't turn out well it's still an experience and like, an experience is never a waste because it will teach you something no matter what i think you know and i feel like taking risks and trying new things it doesn't have to be big things like big leaps you know like you don't have to go all the way to another continent or you don't have to drop everything and you know become like a hippie and just like live off i don't know traveling or you know like leave everything and go around the world in backpack it, it doesn't i mean i feel like it's just you can try by just with the daily things you do or mm. you know, like it doesn't always have to be like a large scale yeah it doesn't always yeah it doesn't have to be like I don't know, hanging out with people you don't really know. Maybe you know only one person from there and you're not even really close. But you know, you have time and you want to meet people and there's and there's like so why not? Like give it a chance. Because what's the worst that can happen? Okay, it was just one night that you didn't really enjoy, but then again, who knows? You might be able to meet someone there who truly inspires you. You might be able to meet someone who has the exact same like hobbies or someone someone who's into a specific hobby that you're kind of interested in too and that someone is an expert so it's like oh my god you know mm. you should give yourself that chance and you know like Jay Shetty he's i know you know him and he's been like really influential in my life recently <laughs> so he was talking about our guru i know he was talking about um like you know if you want to try new things it's you he calls it something like a toddler status You know, like just take it step by step. It's like, okay, he, I think he mentioned something about if you wanted to go into car racing, you're not gonna go and sign up to be with Formula One racers. Of course not. So, you know, you start small and you just, I don't know, sign up in a community or in a class or in 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 your town if there's something that exists the closest. You know, so like, you know, you're you're kind of like a toddler in the sense because you're experimenting and you're learning. I feel mm, like it's and you're taking baby steps exactly, and yeah. I feel like it's never, ever, ever too late or too early to start something. Like it's, it's there's no timeline for when. Okay, it's too late to do this. No, you know what I mean. Like you can do it whenever you want. And I really like he's like Jay Shetty said something about um, like you should be brave enough to enjoy being bad at new things because it's like you know you should. Be brave enough to be able to laugh at yourself mm. when things don't go yeah. well, because then that just helps you. And it's like, okay, well, this is really not for me, but I tried, and I can't say I, you know, I don't have regrets because I tried it. So in the end, because maybe you can't do car racing and it's just biking, but then who knows? You might end up loving it. You know what I mean? Like, it's you need to make mistakes, I think, because it's so valuable for growth and and self awareness and 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 you know, and talking about self awareness is. Also, being honest, maybe is another one of the biggest takes from being here with yourself and just with things that are happening. You know, because I feel like if you're honest, you can really pinpoint what it is and what is what is it you have to work on. You know, and also like talking about the comfort zone, I feel like it's not even really more of the comfort, but it's more of the fear. That people are afraid of. I mean, of course, yeah. Mm. But you know what I mean. Like thinking of your comfort zone. The people they don't really. Well, I. I mean, I'm only talking from my experience, you know. And um, so I don't know if everybody has the same. I imagine it doesn't always. It's not always the same because we're all different. But for me, it's like my comfort zone. When I leave it, I don't even think like, oh, I want to have a comfortable house and all these things, or I'm just I want to be comfortable with my friends. It's more of I am afraid I won't have. Good housemates. I'm afraid I won't meet these new people. I'm afraid that with all the fears. But I feel like if you, you know, if you're more honest with yourself and how you feel, so you just you pinpoint like, so okay, what's my fear? Like fear of what in this situation? Like, okay, I'm afraid of being judged. I'm afraid of meeting new people. But why? Why are you afraid of being judged? I'm afraid of being judged because I feel like I talk like a boy. I feel like I talk like a baby. I don't know. Like I don't like my voice, you know, or mm. I don't want them to judge me because like I have like mm, wounds and scars from my allergies, you know. So it's like you can pinpoint that and work on yourself, you know, through through all of that. Yeah, I just because I feel like like what my co-teachers have taught me, your comfort zone it's always going to be there. 
and you can always come back to it so there's there shouldn't be any fear i mean of course it's easier said than done to to step out mm-hmm, of it you know mm-hmm. but yeah i just feel like like now for me i appreciate it so much more my comfort zone when i'm in it because then i feel it i appreciate it so much more when i step out of it and i know that oh this is uh, i'm like i took a big risk but you know then by being out there it helps me appreciate what i have and you know i think that's it's also important yeah <laughs> nicely said oh yeah guys thank you <laughs> yeah something new exactly and really honestly i i, I forgot who told me about this but i think i told you this once um someone told me before there's no space for fear in your heart if it's filled with love so you know if it's filled with love for god whoever you believe in for love for yourself love for for others there's never going to be space for fear in your heart because it's love that's going to that's going to make you want to work mm. that's going to make you want to do things right I, i just i feel like and i i oh, always think I about that i love that <laughs> Thank you. I, I will do keep that too. in mind. Thank yes. you for sharing that. Of course. Of course, it's my pleasure, really. So, girl, I have to ask now. What would you say has changed, or what would you say is the difference between the path that you were, uh, 2013, uh-huh. 2015, uh-huh. from the path that you are now? Oh, I like this question. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Oh. It's kind of difficult. I have to really think about it. Hey, um... <laughs> <laughs> take, take all the time. No, no, no. I think I think I can. Now I think I'm really like more confident within myself. Like I know myself more because I feel like in the past I recognized that I really I didn't really like thinking about myself. Okay, I still don't like in the sense that I don't like being the center of attention. And I feel like, oh my god, if I'm mm, spending too much time on myself, no. Like I prefer to spend time on others. But this time, I feel like I have a lot more self-love, and I'm more like I know myself more. And I really, I think for the first time ever, I can tell myself that I really love myself. So it's like I take time to prioritize myself, and of course, still to do things for others because really service for me is super important. But You know, to have a balance between um, having time for myself and really taking care of myself and taking care of others, because I believe that if I'm not okay and if I can't take care of myself and I'm not like full, you know, like quote unquote, then I'm not able to serve others. So I need that time to be with myself, and so that also means like being saying no to things because in the past my 2013 self I would say I just say yes to everything like yes like okay no worries even if I don't really want to do it okay I'm doing it because you want to do it um as a libra it's also difficult for me to make decisions <laughs> because I'm always <laughs> like trying to be in the middle ground but I know like UP has also taught me that that you know I need to choose And now I feel like it's just it makes it easier for me to make decisions and say no I'm sorry I can't because I really need to rest or no I'm sorry but I don't want to because I don't feel good about that or I just I don't think it will be good for me or you know just to say no and because even my dad sometimes he tells me this that I spread myself too thin too thin like you know I say yes to everything and I don't have time for myself so now I feel like you know I'm kind of more trying to balance it some more like um giving more importance to myself because then I think it's I realize that it's so 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 important um mm-hmm. yeah I also think I'm more confident with myself and with just just confident in general because I used to be super shy and now it's like I'm not sometimes I'm if I even have to think back and just be like oh my god please like don't do that or you're saying too many things or you're doing too many actions because actually someone told me and it's really funny um someone that I met he was he's a professor and I just I met him that day but like we knew about each other previously and he's like the partner of one of a good old woman who we met I met here and so we were at the dinner and we were speaking in spanish and then at some point i had to converse in english i had to explain something to someone in the dinner who couldn't explain it or something like this and the professor he was just looking at me and then he said it's really interesting he was like when you speak in spanish it's like you're a different person your voice is really loud and you're doing all these gestures like the spanish do but when you speak in english it's like 
you're super timid and you're shy and you speak like at a really low tone and then I was just like oh uh, I don't know I guess so and and then you know it's just when he told me that then I started to realize it's, it's true like you know when I talk to you guys okay maybe when with our cousins not all the time but like mm. when I talk to my family in general my voice is really just like you know like calm and you know not so loud as compared to when I talk to like Spanish people or yeah yeah right like did you notice you, that when you came like when you were in Spain like, yeah. like walking the yeah. dog <laughs> I was just really like you know what whatever I'm gonna ask and like yeah right <laughs> and like even when I'm home like Pao so for the listeners Pao is my sister <laughs> um, like she already has this like she gives me a look because she always in the beginning she'd always tell me like oh my god calm down like don't be mad and I'm like dude I'm not mad like you know I just get really excited to share these things and then I feel like my Spanish voice comes out and just like oh my god it's just like a whole new level after that like few times she would just give me a look that reminds me okay I need to calm down and not you know speak too much because that's mm. just like I, I've gotten used to the way the Spanish do it but I know that in the Philippines it's not I might appear to be like oh my god so intense or aggressive but that's really not how I want to be you know what I mean but yeah so I think it's just like being more confident confident sorry mm. in, in, no in I, I wanted to say yeah like when we visit when we visited you a few months ago in Spain, I guess for me it was just really like a proud moment. Oh! Girl, I really felt like you were owning it. Oh you know, my god! Like you were in your element and just seeing you having grown into this, you know, this really independent person. Oh, so, thank you. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, like, it's also like a cultural thing because you know how it is, naman, like yeah, here. Exactly. In the Philippines, yeah. It's different. Yeah, yeah, no. Anyway, sorry, you were saying. No, no, no. But yeah, thank you for for seeing that. I mean, I appreciate it when you when you guys tell me these things because, of course, I I don't really see it in, in that way. But yeah, I uh, talking about what you just mentioned. I I honestly feel like when I was young, I've always wanted to make everybody else around me proud. Like my parents, all of you guys, like Mama and Papa and. You know, just making sure that I always did the right thing. And my dad, he he was telling me when I was young, I would always have to ask for reassurance from the older people. If like, is this a good thing? Can I do it? And stuff like that. And so now I think that I can really tell myself that I am proud of myself and how I've grown. So I feel like that's, you know, it's a big step because I, I never really felt that before. And, and it feels good. So... I mean, you know, just not not being proud, just like not being proud and thinking I'm the best because I know I'm not. And I I'm nothing really. I I no, not at all because you know, humility for me number one. But um, you know, it's just I feel like I'm happy and content with with how the stepping out of my comfort zone and being here has helped me grow, and I'm I'm happy with myself. So you know, I hope. In turn, I'm able to make others happy and serve them, and you know all these things. Yeah, no, girl. Ano ka ba? Okay, I have to say now. Na, of course, we're very, very proud of you, and you Aww, are not nothing. Thank you. Ano you are definitely something. I mean, why do you think I would have? I invited you Aww. here. So, um, yeah, I'm just really proud, and I'm so happy. And I'm emotional, na maganda. Oh and I'm my sure god, thank you. A lot of the stuff that you said are going to resonate then with the listener. So yeah. Yeah, thank you, girl, for, of course, your generosity and for taking the time to, you know, share this part of your life with us. Yes, of course. Oh, my God. For me, it's an absolute mm-hmm. pleasure. And really, thank you. Thank you, number one, for thinking about me. I appreciate that. And, <laughs> and thank you for giving me this opportunity to share and, you know, to ground down and like reflect also about, you know, my life here because I've never really done anything like this. I, I don't have anything to really keep track except for my photos and all these things of you know all these things so it's a good way to really think about how this has helped me change and you know my living here and so really thank you because also I you know like I told you serving and being of service to others for me is super important so oh my god if I just inspire maybe one person or just give him any her him or her any idea or 
I don't know. It's just it, that's gonna make my day. Just being able to、mm. give like a positive impact to anybody in any way, the littlest way, I'm gonna be like really, really happy. So thank you for for giving me the opportunity, really, and for your time. And yeah. Well, I can tell you now, girl, that it's it's definitely going to be more than one person. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> I really hope so. And if I can、yeah. help anybody with, I don't know, whoever wants to come to Spain and maybe go into the program of teaching. I, I think they can maybe get in contact with you because I really, I would love to help because there are a lot of things you know, just you know, looking for apartments or I don't know, just these little things that they need in Spain or more information. Then I would be more than happy, really, to help anybody、mm, who needs、okay. that. Yeah, of course, of course. To get, we'll um, we'll post uh your details or like how they can get in touch with you、okay. in the description of this episode. Yes, for sure. Yeah. So for the listeners, if you ever. Find yourself in Spain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. If you feel like you might need assistance or help, yeah, fe- please feel free to contact Atepat. Yeah, for sure. It would、yeah. be a pleasure, honestly.、Mm-hmm. So before I wrap this up, girl, do you have any last words or any、uh, last message、oh. that you'd like to leave our listeners with? Oh, I I feel like I've said so many things, <laughs> but yeah, try to be like stay curious, maybe and. Try to take risks and and try new things because it's、um, you really never know what's out there and, and I mentioned that earlier but you know you owe it to yourself to give yourself that chance to see what else is on the other side and and what can happen if it doesn't work out anyway it's it's always an experience and it's never gonna be a waste because I feel like the modern society now is just You know, always thinking about utility. Sometimes it's like, okay, how is this gonna serve me? What's this gonna be for? How much is this? How much time am I gonna spend in this? You know, but I feel like if you take time for yourself and really invest in yourself, it's gonna be so worth it. Because then changing your mindset and just seeing things from a different view is gonna change your life. I'm not kidding. Like it's gonna help you in every aspect. I believe. Here, here. I think so. So, <laughs> you know, like yeah, just that. Like be curious. I mean, something that's something. The Spanish have taught me as well. They're super curious. They ask every single thing, like every single thing they ask you. So, and I like that because I think you know it makes, it helps you learn more things. It helps you become more aware of what's happening in different situations, and it, it just opens your mind. And I think it, that's important for us, you know. Also because, like I finished my masters, and in the masters we learned about 21st century skills, and these skills we have to. Teach to our children. So there are a lot of 21st century skills, but for me, the ones that are really important are like flexibility, having initiative in your social skills, and you know, being able to step out of your comfort zone, try new things. This is exactly what you're doing. You know, being more flexible. Things don't go out the way they're planned. It doesn't matter. Try to look for another way. You know, and your social skills, and you know, having initiative on your own to really like, okay, I'm not happy here. Maybe I should do something else. I really want to try this sport. But oh my God, no one wants to go with me. It doesn't matter. You 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 can you know, it might be hard in the beginning, but if you take the first step, who knows? You know, like you, it might just be life changing. You know what I mean? And and another thing, yeah, maybe I, this is a good thing to share.、Um, I, I learned from the masters. It's called the growth mindset. So it's something like, for example, the children, the kids say, "I don't know how to multiply by eights," and so you tell them. You don't know yet, you know. You always have to add the word yet because、mm. it's the growth mindset. Because you're growing always. There's no timeline for it. So you're just there's still a chance for you to work on it. So you'll get there. You're not there yet, but you will get there. You know. So、mm. it's so it's a good way to think about it. It's like you know, the growth mindset. Like I'm not there yet, but I will get there eventually if I want to. And you know. It's 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 a good way to think of things, I think, and you can apply it to to many aspects, you know. Or I haven't tried this yet, or but I want to. If you want to, and you know, I just feel like by thinking of that, you、um, change your mindset towards growing and just towards change and like feeling what or hearing what you feel and listening to yourself and. You know, taking risks and trying new things. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wonderfully said, girl. 
Thank you. No, thank you, really. I've, I've said so many things. Oh my gosh. It's fine, girl. There is no limit <laughs> to the amount of knowledge and wisdom oh, you can gosh. share in this podcast. <laughs> yeah, anyway, yay. So thank you. I'm sorry, guys. I'm going to take a moment now and just, you know, tell my cousin that I'm so proud of her. Oh my God. Thank you. you I'm so proud of oh you, too. Honestly, I'm so, so, so proud of you. I know I always tell you that, but <laughs> I'm so proud of you for all these things. Really, because you know, with the society, it's it's not so easy to do these things. But I'm so happy you have these ventures, and I feel like you are one of those people who really like step out of her comfort zone, and you really try new things, and you go beyond your limits. And oh my God, you don't know how proud I am of you. So really, I love you. Oh God, girl, I try, I really try, and I guess of course for me, Naman, it really helps to have you guys. Oh yeah, for me. Oh, that's true. For me, me too. You know, continue to try new things. That's true for me too just knowing that I feel supported and that you guys are always there it, it makes me really it helps me and it helps it reminds me to be strong for you guys you know because I know you're all out there supporting me and, you know oh my gosh I'm gonna cry anyway okay so that was Pat Vasquez on the topic of stepping out of your comfort zone. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. This has been Uriel. And we hope that this episode inspires you to continue to make ripples with words. Bye, everyone. Bye, girl. Bye. Thank you so much again for this opportunity. Te amo. Bye. Thank you.